Hi Raj, welcome to the Vivek podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, Vivek. So, how is been? How have been been? Yeah, everything good, man. Everything good. I'm stuck here in Pune, you know, due to the lockdown. And what about you, man? Yeah, things are crazy. Things are crazy. Also, same here. So, lockdown is going on, and uh, I'm doing my work from home. So, I just completed my day job like half an hour ago. And baki mm-hmm. bus, let rest is fun. Exploring my own ways and stuffs. Yeah, I think it is the best time to you know explore other things as well because most yeah. of the time people get caught up in all these. Jokes yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, there is lot of time to like self ponder and stare at walls and like do the things that you generally don't get the time to do in normal days. So it's, yeah, it's exactly. good in that sense. It's good for Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, can you please introduce yourself? Like this is your first time in on my podcast. So can you please introduce yourself? Okay. So hi, my name is Rajarshi, and uh, I am from Kolkata, India. And uh, I have been lurking into the Bitcoin space for last three years. Uh, I I heard about Bitcoin first in January 2017. There was this uh, malware attack called WannaCry. and that malware used to like hack someone's computer and encrypt all the files and once it get infected the display in the desktop will say like your computer is locked so if you want to unlock your computer send 300 dollars of bitcoin to this address so one of my our office computer got infected with this virus and uh, that's the first time i heard about bitcoin i didn't paid much attention yeah hackers money who cares and uh, so moved on and uh, then back in october 2017 i i came across some ad in facebook on crypto mutual fund investment kind of stuffs and uh, i had some money lying around and i wanted to like okay tr- let's let's see what happens and i wanted to try it out so i went inside and then i kept on looking into this all this kind of weird world words and like uh, addresses wallets there are different kinds of cryptocurrencies and all these stuff and i wanted to like explore key what's going on underneath and then i went down into this awesome amazing rabbit hole of bitcoin and this distributed consensus mechanism and technology like i don't know how to describe these things in one word and so that's had been going on for last 3 years so i am still scouring still learning still having fun shit posting in twitter hanging out in communities yeah, yeah. and like meeting and hanging with bitcoiners it's been fun that's what i do that's it that's cool man so your background is totally different right yeah i am professionally civil engineer structural engineer uh, i did my masters in offshore structural engineer so oil and gas field so i was working in larsen and tubro tubro in mumbai for two and a half years then i shifted my background into bridge engineering so that's what i'm working on now so uh, by day job i am a professional engineer and i design bridges and by night i do bitcoin stuffs that's cool man that's cool so yeah so uh, i wanted to learn more about uh, joining them uh, for last one month and it's been fun that's cool so i always wanted to know more about bitcoin improvement proposals because i have a rough understanding of how exact like how they work but i i'm not sure how exactly the process what exact the process is so can you please uh, so before going into the whole process can you please explain or uh, yeah can you please explain what bitcoin improvement proposal is okay so uh 
the bitcoin the the uh, difficult part about understanding this thing is there is no process okay uh, the only formalized part about the bitcoin development uh, procedure is the bips the bitcoin improvement proposals these are formal specification documents that describes a specific particular improvement okay whether they gets into bitcoin whether they don't get into bitcoin that's a completely different issue and these bips basically standardizes a particular improvement and gives all the technical motivation the rationale the technical implementation and everything that a technical improvement proposal needs okay so apart from bip there are other ways of improving this protocol and those are constantly happening every now and then so these are like code commits and pull requests that happen in the github page so every every time there are like some some changes that somebody is proposing in form of like small snippets of codes these are called pull requests so they imagine like there is this big big bunch of code that is the bitcoin code and now you are a enthusiast and you are a developer you figured out some issues like there are some uh, possibilities of improvement in certain area of the code base so you copy up the code base you make those changes and you create a pull request a pull request is request to the maintainer of the repository that i have made these changes please accept my change and merge it into the code base so if that that gets merged your change is now into this code base into the the original bitcoin core code base okay, uh, but who is it clear up the code yeah so here comes the weird part code. like when it gets up uh, approved when it gets when it when it doesn't get approved so there is no process behind it it's called rough consensus so the thing is like for small changes it depends on the change also if the change is very big you need a lot more people behind that change to approve that uh, like a lot more people need to acknowledge that this is a change that they have reviewed this is a change that they have tested and this change seems fine for them and it depends on the kind of change that you are trying to make for example if you are changing a documentation part it doesn't need reviewers like if you are changing a small part of the documentation like fixing some typo it's a very small change it doesn't need reviewer it immediately gets approved but say if you are trying to change the consensus mechanism then it becomes difficult like it will take reviewers it will take testers it will take lot of discussion so the entire process of this updation of the code in the bitcoin system is pretty ad hoc there is no uh, specific protocol that you need to follow in order to get your change to merged it depends on the situation it depends on the kind of change it depends on the priority of the overall development community at this moment what are the kind of priority the community has cons has consensus to work on right now so it depends on this kind of stuffs and so uh, the bip part is a little bit diff different bip happens when the change is so big that it cannot be encompassed in a single pull request like it's not just a code part part of the code base change it's a conceptual change like how you do certain kind of things for example doing new kind of addresses that is not just a code change that is a conceptual change and for that you need a bitcoin improvement proposal which is a formal documentation 
so we can go into the part we can go into the like uh, rough ideas of how the steps takes place for example if you are a proposer if you want to propose something whether a code change or whether a bip so what are the steps that you need to take we can go them step by step roughly but it depends on the situation okay so but who decides whether the change is small whether it can be done in a pull request or we need a separate bip for that so who like it, no, like nobody decides, decides that? that nobody decides that it's up then to how the, do we know like like whether we can it's up to the creator of or... the it, it it it's up to the creator of the change like up to the creator of the author of the of of, of that pr in that sense so um, suppose like you go today and uh, make a pull request anybody can open a pull request and make a pull request which is such a big change like it changes the basic machines how bitcoin system works so first of all the pro first of all what will face is like uh, you might get some direct comment from the developer community like this is not a good way to do about the go about this change okay so uh, then there might be some comments like this is not a pr kind of change you need to put some drafts beefs or something like that so what happens is basically so whenever somebody tries to get some new proposal like big conceptual changes into the bitcoin code base uh, the first step is to have it, have a discussion in the wider community and the place to do that is the bitcoin mailing list okay first you make your proposal into the bitcoin mailing list and then people discuss on that proposal there can be merits there can be demerits there can be people who like it there can be people who doesn't like it there can be people who say, suggest some kind of changes like this can be done this cannot be done some people might say like this is impossible right now because of this 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 and as a author it's the author's responsibility to incorporate all these comments and reviews from the wider community in order for this change to get accepted by the protocol itself okay so first you create this uh, proposal in the mailing list discussion happens over there if consensus arrives like this is a change that the community can do like in bitcoin bitcoin code as it stands right now then you might go to the next step and start forming a draft bip okay so the draft bip is the gathering of all the reviews that you have collected from the community and putting enough putting it in a formal documentation like exactly how these changes will happen what are the changes why you have made the changes what are the rationale what are the motivation it's like the formal um, white paper for that particular change so once you get the draft out then your work is to get reviews on the draft now it's the authors it's again the authors responsibility to gather around people and convince them to put their time to review this particular change okay now everybody is everybody in the like a uh, system there is no structured organization it's open source protocol so there is no office so there is no manager who is saying like this is the thing that people need to work on next this is the timeline by which we have to make this upgrade so it's not happening like that everybody is like working in their own way in their own time in their own motivation and in their own direction so the author's responsibility is then to get the bip reviewed by at least a good chunk of the community 
so a good chunk of the community there is a term for this is called concept ack it says ack means acknowledge a good chunk of community should at least put the concept ack for bip to be get further processed towards implementation because imagine you are a author and you don't have any concept ack from the community and you go ahead and tried implementing that bip even if you do an implementation that's going to cost you time that's going to cost you labor but nobody is going to accept that change so there is no point of trying to go towards implementation unless you get enough amount of review and concept acks from communities so this is how the rough consensus model works in general it works for beep almost the same way as it works for the normal prs in normal small prs small code changes you update the pr you create this pull request then there the discussion happens enough people needs to put concept acks behind the prs it's the work of the maintainers like the maintainer of the code base to only uh, approve those prs which has enough reviews and enough concept acck concept acck is the first part then there is approach acck approach acck means like the way you implemented the changes is approved by those individuals so the more approve approve acks you get the more chances are higher for that peer to get merged in the next release so that's how this rough consensus mechanism works in general okay so you have a proposal then you propose it to the mailing list and everyone there uh, give give their feedbacks right yeah, and then the person the author of that proposal forums. there are other talk forums there is twitter there is reddit there is medium post there is mailing list so in whatever way the whatever the objective at this point is is for the author is to gather as much as eyes of the community as possible on this particular change so that people keep talking about it so people keep conversing about it so if you do not converse about it if nobody knows about this particular change if nobody is excited about it, it it's never going to get merged into the code base so uh, the first step of the author after creating a proposal is to get the eyes of the community so uh, there are all the forums are there for that so the author posts the proposals over there then discussion happens then he takes into the reviews some things that can be done something that cannot be done he changes those proposals and if enough people agrees like this is a change that can be possibly done in bitcoin then he goes ahead and makes a bip draft and how do like what do you mean by enough uh there is no uh, there is no threshold for this enough like um, there is no number like when you cross like then you can say like okay this is beyond this is enough below this is not enough it it basically depends on the sentiment and the like approach of the rest of the community so for some changes the community might seem very eager so you might feel like okay this is the time like many people are eager to see this change so i can go ahead and make a beep for some changes like you might see like the community straight away rejects it like no this is not possible at this moment for this 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 reason then uh, like even if you go ahead and try to make a beep nobody is going to review it because they have already made this kind of comments and you have already facing this problem so the author will not go ahead and make the beep anymore so it depends on the situation it depends on the environment and that ha that has to make that that judgment has to made by the author on case by case basis 
okay interesting so once he he made all the changes which are needed and then then it is maintainer's job to push that into the pips right the maintainer job is the last one the maintainer comes at the end maintainer is the one who has the right access to the bitcoin github page okay so the bit github page is the one where where uh, most of the people are extracting the bitcoin code compiling it and making it into a bitcoin software and running it as a node okay there can be many other page like for you know, originally it was in the source forge uh, repository then it was moved into github repository the maintainer is the one who has the access to change in the github repository so the maintainer comes at the very end and he basically skims through all the proposed update that happens between a certain period of time say like 6 months and he filters like which are the changes which has the highest amount of reviews highest amount of testing highest amount of concept sdks highest amount of approach sdks and which are the changes that the community is like prioritizing more and communities like prioritizing prioritizing less and then he makes a list of changes and he pushes that at the end of this uh, uh, release period into a new release of the code base so uh the changes happens much before like the 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 structure of the changes the formulation of the changes much happens before the maintainer comes into the picture the maintainer comes at the very end just to write like make like make the changes in the page officially okay so the first step was to propose a draft the second step was to get it reviewed and make the changes and the third step is of maintainers right yeah yeah the last step is of the maintainers to push that into the code base yeah yeah so uh, for uh, and also this uh, the, the tricky part of this aspect is the review process like how many review is enough what kind of review should people do like uh, how do you know that somebody when say like he has done a concept sdk he has actually reviewed the code like there is no easy answer for this kind of things and it works in a meritocracy in this kind of system so for example like if you make a consensus change and uh, uh, so there is another part of this story is like the bitcoin code base is a very huge chunk of code and not everybody is aware of the all or not everybody is expert of the full code base maybe there are one or two people in the entire world who is like expert of the full code base but most of the people most of the core contributors works in their specific part of the course like some people work on the wallet part some people work on the p2p networking part some people work on the consensus part some people work on other there are different chunks of the code base where different people works so if you are making proposing some kind of changes for example if you are proposing some change in the wallet part of the code base so the, uh, you need to get reviewed by those contributors who are contributing in the wallet space continuously or like regularly so they have more weightage in the community as their review process because they are the one who knows this part of the code best so if you don't get at least one or two reviews by this this uh, this part of the community then it it has a very less chance of getting merged into the code base so uh, so the process generally happens like this in kind of prs like anybody can open a small code base code change called the pull request so once people start a pull request so they figure out who are the people who are working in this area of the code like for last 6 7 months and they go to them 
they talk to them and they try to convince them i have made this change can you please make a review and can you please test it and can you put your comment behind it so if they are interested if it's a good enough change might they will review if it's a bad enough change they might straight away reject and uh, it depends on the individual also like they might say like i don't have the time right now okay so it it it's a, it's a, it's a tricky process and it's a very it's a process that takes a lot of kind of lot patience lot of patience uh there is a very good uh, a talk by james o'brien in the mit bitcoin expo i think it's the second talk and he described his experience of he is in the process of getting this uh, proposal merged into bitcoin called the azure utxo so the purpose of this proposal is to increase the ibd the initial block download time so it will decrease the ibd period by a lot so he was he is he is describing uh, like what are the steps that he has taken to get this idea out into the community to gather attraction to gather reviews gather testing and uh, like from uh, like in, uh, if interested people can go and check that talk it's very enlightening and uh, the process is really messy and there is no protocol that you have to follow there is no certain rules that you can follow that will guarantee that this will get merged then it depends on situation it depends on how you communicate with the rest of the community for example like if you are very bad with people skill like people might straight away reject to review your code just because of that so is it a good thing or ah uh, <laughs> is it a good thing or is it a bad thing yeah that's a nice question uh it's a good thing in a sense like it's a very strict filtering mechanism so it ensures that only those changes gets merged into the code base which has the biggest possible amount of eyes biggest possible amount of reviews and biggest possible amount of interest from the wider community so it kind of maintains the consensus of the wider communities and no arbitrary change can just happen like that without review without eyes of the community itself so it's a good in that sense it maintains rough consensus into the code base itself which is very important for this kind of system it's bad in a sense like it takes a lot of time to get any kind of change happens in the system so so this is the allegation that you might have heard like all the time in the blockchain space like bitcoin is pretty fucking slow right the update and the upgrade mechanism is pretty slow like there are so many cool ideas millions of ideas like people want to see in bitcoin but the development process takes so much time just because of this because of this the mechanism of achieving consensus is very rough and there is no protocol so the bad side is it takes a lot of time for any change to take place okay so and now we will come to the maintainers and who are these maintainers um there are five people i guess i'm not exactly sure uh, you can look it up it's up, up there in google um you, there are five people who has the keys to merge codes in bitcoin code base um i think uh, vladimir j vandalun was one uh, macro fork is one uh greg maxwell was one but uh, he forfeited his uh, privilege uh, because of some community disputes peter willow is one 
uh, there are other two people i guess uh, you can look it up i am not exactly sure who are the maintainers but what i have seen like most of the code merges are signed by vladimir j vanderland so he is the one who releases the bitcoin uh, versions so he signs the code base and uh, most of the small peers and big peers are merged by vladimir itself okay so who decides these maintainers Mm. it there is no organizing body who decides it when it started there was satoshi and gavin anderson and probably other few people then what happens is like the dynamics takes place and it it basically boils down to the question of who are the people where community puts highest amount of trust so like uh, vladimir can like say today like i don't want to be a maintainer uh, like i am giving you vivek you you be the maintainer from now on okay now the problem is the community doesn't trust you right so the community doesn't trust a arbitrary xyz person so when this kind of situation arises where the community loses their trust on the maintainer dispute happens and there are two ways this dispute can like resolve into one the community will fork off the code base make a copy of the code base and put their own preferred maintainer in that in in the authority of that code base or they will force the maintainer to give away his privilege so in this way the the maintainer keeps on changing because of this community dynamics there is nobody who is deciding who is the maintainer but the num the people who are in the maintaining position they always keep on changing because of this community dispute uh, uh, greg maxwell uh, wasn't a maintainer anymore like he forfeited his maintaining privileges because of the community disputes gavin anderson isn't a uh, maintainer it's a maintainer uh, the community forfeited his maintaining privileges he didn't forfeit himself the community obsoleted his private key for the code base change so it was kind of like a coup by the community against gavin anderson so there is in that sense like there is nobody who decides who the community who the maintainer is the maintainers at any point of time is the equilibrium of the trust that the community puts at a certain set of people that trust can change at any point of time then the maintainer will change okay that's kind of tricky because uh, what if three of them get corrupted or something like that because yeah obviously it will it will not be implemented or it will not yeah, be accepted the, the by the most don't, don't get corrupted uh, that's obviously like uh, that's a huge amount of power that they have the reason they don't get corrupted is because it's very trivially easy to fork off the code base so the moment they get corrupted bitcoin will fork into two and they know that so this this it's is kind of the same thing that happens with bitcoin and bitcoin cash so moment the maintainer maintainer set gets corrupted and the community trust gets removed from the maintainer set and the community will spontaneously decide upon their own maintainer and fork the code just copy the code base and create a new version of the protocol and, and then these two protocol will have to fight in each other in the market as a two different currencies so because the maintainers know about this game and because everybody knows how easy it is to fork off the code base nobody tries to be corrupt 
in a sense okay and my other question was like uh, all the code base is on github right right now all the code base is on github uh, yeah, but, uh, uh, the bitcoin the bitcoin core protocol uh, the core code base there are different other versions of the bitcoin protocol which are compatible with each other the core version which is the most used version is in github okay but do uh, like github company have any influence on the code base like no they don't have any they, direct can they do something the sorry they don't have any direct influence on the code base as a central point of failure what they can do is like they can stop hosting the github service okay so microsoft can any day say like okay we will not host bitcoin code base here anymore okay so but there are other service provider for this kind of open source code base hosting so the community can always use something else as instead of github so they don't have any direct influence but they can always like refuse to host the code base but they don't have any reason to do that anyway but that's a possibility but then the community will just simply bifurcate and host the code base in some place else the code base is like copied into millions of millions of machine the github is the source from where people copy this code base if the source gets corrupted anybody can create a different new source and people will start copying from that new source okay fair enough okay so once maintain so the third step was maintainer passing that proposal as a pip right what hap uh, no, happens not, after not that not not any kind of bip uh, the bip is a, a bip is only for big kind of change big changes like when there are a change which is not just two three lines of code but a very conceptual change so after the bip after you get all the reviews after you get all the acknowledgement from the community now you are confident like okay like there are enough interest on this bip so i can start working on a implementation so now you start working on the pull request the actual code changes that will implement that conceptual bip so once you start doing this code changes then uh, the best thing to do is like divide the whole concept into certain chunks of changes and make one change step by step so each of these changes again goes through the same process like you make a pull request then you ask reviews from the concerned people they come in they reviewed that particular pull request they give concept acik they give approach acik if enough people review it enough people test it enough people agree with it it gets merged and that happens for all the other all the other chunks of peers that is part of that pip so once all the chunks of peers get simultaneously uh, merged into the code base then we can say that the bip is activated into the bitcoin protocol now that bip is part of the protocol okay and what happens after that then user download this new version of the bitcoin code and bitcoin code base and start using the bip features so the miners like the nodes is there any roll up notes in here right now like just after uh, the third step it, it depends on the kind of changes like not all kind of changes are soft forks so the, uh, there are few changes so, which are before before explaining everything can you please explain what soft fork is and what hard fork is okay so a soft fork is a kind of change where the code base changes in such a way that the new version is compatible with the previous version so 
if you are making if if you are say you make a change which makes the code base from version a to version b and the network is right now everybody is running version a okay and if you make the change and this version b bitcoin comes out a soft fork means that the version b is compatible with version a so the version b nodes can talk with version a nodes and they are like all friends together so the networks remains intact a hard fork is when the version b is not compatible with version a so the version a nodes doesn't recognize the version b nodes as a bitcoin node anymore so that becomes a problem in a sense like then if you have two kind of nodes in a network who are not talking to each other you basically have two different networks and that is called a fork of the network you have two different protocol you have two different network you have two different coins you have two different prices so these are hard forks the other kind of forks where this thing doesn't happen is called a soft fork the miners and this uh, miner activation the miners influence comes in the soft fork kind of upgrades where uh, because of the safety of this protocol safety of the network uh, at least 95% of the miners needs to upgrade their code base before it's launched into the bitcoin code it's activated into the bitcoin protocol itself so what happens is like suppose there is a particular change that puts the bitcoin from version a to version b okay and the all the beeps are done all the reviews are done all the peers are done codes are already merged into bitcoin code the codes are sitting ideally but the node cannot activate this code at this moment because the protocol blocks using of this part of the code to activate this part of the code because it's a soft fork to activate this part of the code the miners need to make some kind of signaling that i have updated my code base from version a to version b and this is my signal that i am ready for this code to take place this action to take place and at least 95% of the hash rate of the network needs to provide this kind of signal for that particular change in order to that change get activated into the protocol so that the nodes can start using that change so this was happening with segway okay, so the per so the my yeah, yeah so, so the ahead. percentage 95 or you, it is just a rough estimate no the per percentage is 95 this is they, they, this is denoted in beep 9 beep 9 is the proposal which proposes this how how to deploy soft forks into the network and beep 9 proposes a 95% of the hash rate it could have been 90% but it's like the the safer you go the better it you, it means like the whole network is in consensus together so that's why i think the 95% is chosen okay so for soft forks uh, only mining nodes matters or everyone nodes matter <laughs> it's a very difficult question okay so there are lots of debate about it and uh, honestly nobody knows at this moment um yeah the only uh, example we have this kind of dynamics playing out was in the segwit block size debate users uh, user activated soft fork yeah. user so, activated soft fork yeah so from example of that what i it seems like it it's basically it's so difficult to say because it's game theoretic so depending what everybody else is doing you might change your decision of of what you are doing right 
so depending and that's applied for everybody else also so there is no way of knowing like how how much uh, what's the importance of like um, of a vanity fancy home node or a big exchange node so obviously there are some economic gravities into that that takes into picture but we do not have any quantitative way of estimating like what exactly is the gravity of a big exchange node and what exactly is the gravity of your home node and what exactly is the gravity of the minor node what we have learned from the usf uh, part of the story is that miners don't run this show they are part of a game theoretic system miners are just one form of node and there are many other form of forms of node and if the disputes if a certain disputes get to the level to the extent such that the entire rest of the network rejects whatever the miner produces as a block the miner doesn't earn any revenue okay so the entire yeah. the rest of the network as a whole as a aggregate in a sense in this way can force the miners to do certain things because if the miners doesn't comply the rest of the network can cumulatively in a aggregate say like we will not propagate your blocks that's our wish that's our choice okay until and unless you comply your blocks will not get propagated into the rest of the network and the more number of people more number of nodes take this uh, take this stand higher the chance for a miner to lose their block rewards yeah yeah that makes sense so yeah uh, hello in that way like yeah. um yeah can you hear me yeah, yeah i can hear uh so in that way uh, there is no way to say quantitatively like whether your node matters or my node matters what we can see from uh, the uss story is non mining nodes matters and this is also true for like um, people who said like non mining node doesn't matter like when bitcoin cash proposed this bitcoin developer cash. fund from the mining reward yeah people started running this node because they needed to enforce some kind of rules which the miners is not agreeing with or they needed to undo some kind of rules that the miners are trying to enforce but they already got into this loophole that they agreed like miners rule the show that's why they increased the block rewards because they thought like there is no point of running your own home node now they certainly suddenly starts needing their own home node because the miners are doing something that the community cannot agree on so this basically says like the bitcoin system works good when there are more nodes in the network so more the nodes more the voice more the voice better and robust the system okay so mining yeah, nodes but are individual very nodes individual nodes play a very little role right you might say that because of their economic gravity obviously there is very less economic gravity of your home node but imagine like yeah, exactly. tens of millions of nodes like home nodes covering a continent of a network and there is no way for yeah, a miner to pass a block from this continent to that part of the world without passing through these home nodes and these tens of millions of home nodes even if they don't have any economic gravity if they decides like we will not pass through this particular kind of block the miner might have a chance to lose their block reward so that's a gravity it's not a quantifiable gravity but it's at least a qualitative gravity yeah yeah that makes sense 
okay so okay so that is the whole process of how the proposals that get passed that is how the rough process of how this proposal gets merged and gets updated gets reviewed get tested it depends on the proposal it depends on the specific proposal there is no certain timeline for any upgrade for example you can see like this taproot snod proposal has been going on for at least 2 years since the start of the conversation after 2 years we got the beep and uh, it might take another 2 3 years to get all these changes finally gets merged into the protocol so it depends on the kind of change the more big the change is the more time it takes more review it takes and even the author of this proposals cannot say like when this will take place in the protocol itself because he doesn't know when it will get merged because he doesn't know what is the enough amount of review that he needs to take into account it 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 basically depends on some kind of like consolidation like after a certain point when the community sees like okay like there are no more new comments are coming on this particular issue on this particular update it's it's like probably it's a good time that get it merged right now but still like it's software okay, so there can still be bugs right so after it up, update yeah. gets merged people some people can find some bugs over there so it, there is no way of like being completely sure about any kind of changes so the community is very like uh, restrictive in that sense like they will not like merge any kind of changes which does not have like at least enough uh reviews and testing and comments and at least enough period of no comment like no comment zone where no new comments are coming so they can be sure like okay all the possible comments have taken into account so this might be good to get merged okay yeah that makes sense you haven't told me like what happens in case of hard fork like how much how much hash rate we need or we don't uh in case of hard fork it doesn't uh, matter about the hash rate it's it's basically depends on the incompatibility of the change so if you intentionally or accidentally make a certain change in the bitcoin protocol which makes two version of the protocol incompatible with each other then the network bifurcates it doesn't matter like how many hash rate is one part or in other part even there is if, if even if there is only one minor mining on that uh, incompatible part of the protocol it becomes a new network one minor one node uh, you, you you just need two nodes to make a network so even if there is like two node uh like creating on their own this in uh, and uh, mining on this particular incompatible part of the protocol it becomes a hard fork okay yeah okay and i know all the bits are very interesting but like what do you think which one was the most important or or which one was the most interesting <laughs> <Deep> one 148 <laughs> the usf okay. bit <laughs> it was the most interesting okay, i think it's very short it's a very yeah. short bit it's not even a protocol change it's it's a very neat game, game theoretic trick and it was like uh, uh, it was uh, motivated from uh, nasim nicolas taleb's minority rule concept and uh, he basically says like uh, yeah you don't need to follow the miners just upgrade your own nodes and make a hat and wear it in the community and that's it so it's very interesting in that sense like that it's works. very short it's almost absurd but it works 
yeah exactly that that was yeah that was the most interesting one for sure and i think in future yeah, miners uh, and uh, like, from the uh, from the uh, technical side of view like uh, there are very uh, good beeps uh, let me get guess one um there is i think the snort approved tapscript beeps are very well written and uh, like if anybody wants to learn about this new concepts uh, the beeps are the best place to start exploring uh, it has all the conceptual things that you need to know in order to understand what these concepts are so they are very good well written um, another is uh, important one is beep 9 that uh, uh, basically demonstrate how a soft fork should be deployed in the network uh, that's a important one uh, but uh, yeah all the rest of the beeps are like pretty interesting to scout up okay interesting so i heard like i want to go on deep into taproot and snore but maybe for the next podcast yeah maybe yeah. even i am not yeah, i i i i am not sure i am qualified to uh, explain uh, taproot you are, or snore or yeah. but i'll try i am i am currently writing my next what the heck series on snore so maybe that might mm-hmm. help in learning me and for the rest of the community also perfect man thanks for coming on and uh, please please let people know where they can find you uh you can always find me in twitter at rajarshimaitra um twitter is the place i hang around uh, there is a indian bitcoin only community so uh, uh, uh you, you you might know that place even better so i i forgot exactly the name on the twitter uh, telegram handle so you can find me there also uh we should post a lot we have fun a lot and uh, that's it twitter i think and is the can, best place can you please can you please tell more about your what the hack series you are doing on medium uh, so basically uh, my plan is to uh, create a series of uh, bitcoin technical explainer articles where i will try to explain some of the under the hood concepts that that goes into the bitcoin machine in a simple terms so that it, it doesn't feel so much intimidating that people like people like Uh, like get averse directly by seeing all the mathematical notations and all i will try to explain it with stories i will try to explain it with metaphors but i'll try to be as complete as possible so that i can cover all the details so i have created uh, i have started only uh, the first article is released it's on uh, usf obviously that's the first thing i thought like i should write on so it's on segwit activation and usf the second one i am currently working on will be on snort maybe i will cover up some other basic uh, concepts like markle roots uh, addresses private keys signatures and stuffs like that and from there my plan is to go and explain some of the higher level concepts like adapter signatures um, tap root tap scripts these are these cool kind of things that are coming on so i think it might help some people who are starting and going through the process as a first timer and learning through it so it might help for as a good source of resource for sure man perfect so yeah please check out raj and thanks again raj yeah thanks for having me vivek bye